Well, hello, everyone. It's episode 152 of the Here to Thrive podcast. And this month, we're talking about soul evolution and growth. In this particular episode, I'm entertaining the question, what if life is a school? What if we're here to learn and grow? And what happens if we put that lens over our lives? It's an idea I find really empowering. Stay tuned to hear more. Welcome to Here to Thrive. I'm your host, Kate Snowwise. This is a podcast for people who are ready to step up and live a happier life. It's for those of us who are dedicated to understanding ourselves and getting the best that we can out of this thing called life. It's a mix of psychology and modern spiritual thought always with a focus on practical advice so that you can take it back and apply it to your own life. I don't believe we're here to merely survive. I truly believe we're here to thrive. So let's get going. If you've been listening to Here to Thrive for a while, you might have kind of picked up the gist that I am a soul seeker I'm also a skeptic, and that can be pretty entertaining. I'd also describe it as I live in that tension between having a left brain scientific mind while also being able to feel that deep pull of my soul. It's an entertaining uh, line to walk at times. And if you listen to last month's podcast with Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith, I'm not going to lie, I was really relieved to hear that she feels this internal tension too. I say all of that to really introduce the idea that for me, so much of spirituality and turning towards it is about my own internal measure of whether or not holding certain beliefs empowers me. So even if I can't prove things to be true, what is the harm in turning towards and living from a certain belief if it makes my life better? And that's sort of one of the measures I have. Which brings us to today's topic. This is one of the core beliefs that I hold about life. And it has helped me through so many challenges. This really is a belief that keeps me strong through the uncertainty of life. And that is this idea of what if life is a school? What if we're all here in soul school? And the main purpose of our lives is to evolve and grow and learn at that deep soul level. Now, when I was reflecting back on where this belief of me maybe started, like where was the seed that helped me create this belief in myself? And it took me right back to my teenage years. And it's something I've kind of forgotten more recently. So it was fun to reconnect with this memory about one of the books that influenced my life perhaps more than any other book. And that was If Life is a Game, These Are the Rules by Dr. Sherry Carter-Scott. Thinking back, this book was super foundational for me. 
I read it when I was the equivalent of a junior in high school in America or sixth form in New Zealand or year 12. And it was right around when it was released. So I must have got it hot off the press, which is also pretty cool. Universe works in mysterious ways. It was the beginning of 1999. And this was back in the period where my awesome mum would entertain my self-help interest and take me to our local bookstore. And I can just remember uh, picking it up off the shelf and being really excited. My local wit calls for everyone back in New Zealand Now, reading that book, I can remember just being like, this is it. This is the truth. This makes sense to me. Now, of course, I highly recommend you read the book as well. It's still available on Amazon. Even if you go to my heretothrive.com website, go to the shop tab, you'll find my Amazon reading list and you'll see it there. But the book is, if life is a game, these are the rules. And I'm going to give you a really quick overview of the 10 rules for life that Dr. Sherry Carter-Scott introduces in that book, along with my two cents, like my little commentary of, I guess, what those rules represent to me. Now, you can Google search this. Interestingly enough, she wrote the book because she had written these 10 rules and they just kind of got passed around and ended up in an early version of Chicken Soup for the Soul as an anonymous element. They didn't know who'd written it and then found out that Dr. Sherry Carter-Scott had written it and she wrote the book. So if you want to do a follow-up on this as well, just Google search that 10 Rules for Life by Sherry Carter-Scott and you'll find all of these all over the Google net. But my interpretation, number one, is her role is you will receive a body. So basically, I take this as whether you like it or not, you're stuck with your body. It is your partner through this lifetime. It is your vessel. So I think the lesson for me here is honor the body that you have and learn to work with it rather than against it. You're a partner in this lifetime. And so treat your body well. Rule number two is you will learn lessons. Now, these were the rules that were foundational in my first question. What if life is a school? Dr. Sherry Carter-Scott refers to life that way as a soul school of sorts and that we're here to play a game. And she puts forward the idea that we are evolving as souls. We are here to learn life lessons. We are here to grow. When you look at life that way, the hurdles become opportunities for growth. The struggles become points of evolution. And it has been an incredibly empowering belief that, like I said, has helped me through my own trials and tribulations and allowed me to maintain my resilience, if you like. Now, number three, uh, there are no mistakes, only lessons. I mean, how can you not love that? You can't stuff this up, people. You can only learn and grow. There's no mistakes, only lessons. I liken this to not taking life too seriously. And I really believe that life feels more freeing when we can approach it from that attitude of curiosity and experimentation. Like 
what if you just loosen the grip a little bit and recognize that you're here to experiment, that you're here to take it all in, that it's not about like winning so much as it is about becoming. Oh, love that. Lesson number four is a lesson is repeated until it is learned. Now, this is an idea that comes up in many self-help circles. And I, for one, really do think that we have certain life lessons that we're here to master. I encourage you to look back over your life and wonder, what are the lessons that you struggle with that it seems like the universe gives you the opportunity to learn over and over again? It's almost like you you succeed at one level and then the universe just ups the game and gives you like, here you go, here is level 2.0 of that very same lesson. It's kind of entertaining when you can put this lens over your life and you're likely to see recurring themes or struggles. I know I certainly do. Now her rule number five is that learning lessons does not end. Now, this is a really important element and one that I feel like I constantly have to remind myself of while we're here in this human form, there is no complete, there's no achieved, there's no all done. It's about evolution, not completion. So as long as we're here in human form, there are going to be lessons to learn and ways in which we can grow That's life. That's the whole purpose if we look at it through this lens. Lesson number six is there is no better than here. The grass over there is not greener than the grass in your own backyard. It's also the idea that when you get there, it just becomes your new here. Then you have to find another there that you want to get to, like if you're constantly chasing and pursuing the goals, when you get there, you just need a new goal. I do think in our society, we're taught to chase and to pursue and to set goals and to aim for something. And I'm not saying that's all bad, but what I love is the reminder that fulfillment, that deep sense of inner fulfillment, it's always right where you are. It's not in some future achievement or destination. You have to find that sense of fulfillment in the here and now. Lesson number seven is that others are merely mirrors of you. Again, I feel this is kind of like a popular concept these days, but I take this as what often irks you about someone else might have a lesson wrapped up in it that we can learn about ourselves. Again, this takes self-awareness and the ability to step back and question. But if you're triggered, take a step back and consider why. What could you learn about yourself from being triggered? Lesson number eight is what you make of your life is up to you. I'm a big believer in the concepts of agency. And this one lands well with me because it's empowering. If we live from this belief, we become stronger. And I quote Dr. Sherry Carter-Scott when she says, You have all the tools and resources you need. What you do with them is up to you. 
the choice is yours. Like, holy crap, people. What if you can truly live from the place that you believe you have all the tools and resources you need? The choice is yours. You already have the ingredients that you need to create the future of your dreams. Remember that and just feel how empowered you feel when you lean into believing it. Now, lesson number nine is your answers lie inside you. I was kind of entertained when I pulled the book back out and had a look to record this podcast because I truly haven't looked at this for years. And I was like, "Uh, this is how I practice. This is how I coach. I truly wholeheartedly believe that we all have the answers we seek. I always say it, but we are our own best experts. And as a coach, I really do see it as my job to help people find their own answers. I can't tell you what is right for you, but we all do know deep down what's right for ourselves if we can learn how to listen. That is the key, and that is where I feel like coaching often facilitates that uh, that self-understanding in people. So the answers lie inside you. There are no right answers. There are only your answers. And then number 10, which I mean, how true does this ring? You will forget all of this at birth. Dr. Sherry talks about the power of life being a game is that we're here to remember all of these rules. We're here to learn and experiment with them and remember how to play the game. Play, people. What if life really is a game? What if we're here to learn and master and go through the ups and downs And that it's all a game and an evolution and one big opportunity to learn. So I hope that was a really powerful primer. And seriously, you should have this book on your bookshelf. It's a super easy, fun, little light read. But I feel like the next question that lingers on the tip of my tongue after I go through this, and one that I have obviously touched on as we've gone through this conversation is, What does life feel like when you can live from these 10 points? Like, even if you're a bit of a skeptic like me, and you suspend judgment and turn towards this lens of life, how does it feel? What if life really is a school? What if we're here to evolve as souls? What if the material world is an illusion set up to help us grow at a soul level are the same things that many of us unconsciously chase and value the things that our soul would think are really important and what does a soul-filled and soul-led life look like to you these are big questions and I hope they are the type of questions this podcast starts stirring in you Fulfillment comes from living a personally aligned and meaningful life. But it's only you who can define what meaning looks like. There's no one answer to that. And none of us are going to find the same two things meaningful. Because we were never meant to. 
for me, contemplating some of these ideas helps give me context to this container, this experience that we call life. And it helps me light the path to feeling that greater level of acceptance and agency and how I approach it. So I'll leave you to ponder, but I hope that this lands and helps you orient yourself towards that soul-driven, fulfilling life. It's always a pleasure to pop into your earbuds and drop these nuggets of inspiration. Well, I hope they're inspiring and I hope they help deepen your connection with life. If Here to Thrive is something that you appreciate, it would mean so much to me if you could take the time to leave that rating and review in iTunes. It really does help the show so much. I read all of your reviews and that keeps me motivated and inspired too. Just knowing you're out there in this crazy technical world, listening and soaking it up means so much. If Here to Thrive has helped you, it would mean so much if you could also tell your friends and family, share the love. My driving mission is to really empower and inspire. And so I hope that this podcast helps you feel that in your life. We will be back week after next, beautiful people. And until then, dive deep, experience life, and keep thriving, beautiful people. Keep thriving. Keep thriving.